0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the latest and greatest edition of We Talk Photo, our podcast of everything photography. Man, I sound like... uh, John, I sound like... I won't mention names. I I don't want to sound like them. The duo from wherever they live.
1: Millie Vanilli?
0: Proud. Anyhow welcome everybody this is going to be a a nice little short um podcast that we john and i came up with good morning john good morning
1: jack happy holidays merry christmas happy new year
0: and and more and more. Uh,
1: yeah so it's
0: um like a week it's like what uh a week and a half till Christmas. Yeah, and I know, I know that, many people listening to our podcast are looking to buy themselves Christmas presents or looking, <laughs> to tell their wife, here's what I want for Christmas. And you know, recently I have to tell you, I, I, one of these days I, we need to do another rant podcast. And there's like a lot of little things that are really bothering me. I went to Small Rig's website today, and it said, "Small Rig, anyone can be a photographer." Anyone. Yeah, and just other stuff. But one of the things I've had enough of, I've had enough of the camera of the year, and the lens of the year, and the 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 filter of the year, and you know, I have to tell you, there's not a bad camera out there, folks. No. I mean, anyhow, I I have enough, but what we're going to do today um, is just talk about some of the items that we use that you may find interesting to add to your Christmas list for, you know, your, your folks who are buying you gifts that need some ideas. You bet! So, Fun little
1: gift ideas.
0: Came up with a gift guide, uh, and I'll let John take it from here because <laughs> I'm trying to get mine up on the blog here, and I can't find it. Yeah,
1: well, you know, you know, Jack. Aside from you know, large purchases like cameras and lenses, I mean, one of the. One of the way to scratch your gear acquisition syndrome is uh, with small little accessories. And, you know, sometimes a lot of accessories can weigh you down, but also a lot of, ex- you know, accessories can make your experience, your photographic experience, that much better.
0: You know, we were in the Tetons uh, last, two weeks ago now. Yeah, what, two um, weeks.
1: And, you know, I remember
0: that there was a person on in our group that didn't have an L-bracket. So what did I do? I opened up the back of my trunk, opened up one of my drawers in there, and I have a box full of miscellaneous L-brackets for people. Who, and, and, you know, it's these little things that you have. Um, you had some dust on your sensor, and I got rid of it, most of it for you. We'll talk about that. So
1: it, it's just these little things that you have that could really make the difference in a trip you know? You so. bet, you bet. And one of, you know, I, th- I think one of the first things on our gift list is um, Apple AirTags. I don't know if you all have heard of these, but they're small little uh, tracking or transponder devices that uh, you can put in luggage, in your camera bag, whatever it may be, and uh, it will tell you where this little puck is at any given time. So if you're if you lose your camera bag, if it gets stolen, it's one. It's a great way to track some of this stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it, one thing we have to talk about with these air techs, and they're great, and they really are, and they work fine. Um, there, in fact, I heard in the news yesterday somebody suing Apple an because they got stalked. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: it's quite a it's quite a safety thing too, but. Uh, yeah. Around that, and
0: I on my website, we'll put the link up to my gift guide on my website. I added two um, two little YouTube videos on how to deal with these. Uh, there's a speaker in these air tags that that emits a tone that people who are trying to steal things can hear and use, you know, their electronics to find the stuff and you. And there's a way, there's a way around that. Um, Just, so just, if you're gonna buy these, go to to my website and under Apple AirTags, which is the first thing there, uh, I mentioned there's a few drawbacks and watch these two videos. One's on how to use them and one's how to deal with them um, because they potentially can be an issue so just yeah
1: but it's wonderful where i actually bought my wife a set of these for christmas i hope she doesn't listen to this but uh you know just for all the travel that we do it's just a good piece of insurance yeah so next up on on the list which i love jack is uh because i showed up in the tetons with a whole bunch of dust on my sensor from from the year i haven't i only get my camera professionally cleaned once a year and by the tetons it gets kind of dirty and uh you had a new fun little accessory to help me deal with that
0: i bought a blower baby a bb2 blower baby and it's made by a company called Nightcore, nitecore n-i-t-e-c-o-r-e and uh this company makes some great products. I mean, I, I haven't seen a bad product. In fact, I own one of their flashlights, um, and it's amazing. Uh, they make really good stuff. Um, this thing, you know, it, we, we have to be careful using, can, you know, that, that, that air that you can buy in, in the canned store. Canned air? Yeah. Don't, never use canned air on a camera or a lens. There's propellant in that, in, in those cans. And it, it 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 gets blown out with the air, and it is will will really kill your stuff. It's really not good stuff. Mm-mm. This nightcore, and if you again go to YouTube University and type in nightcore blower baby, you'll see a bunch of videos. This one guy did a video and showed that the the wind actually on the high setting on the on the blower baby, is actually um, is. Is faster or more powerful than canned air, it, and it lasts a long time. You it
1: charges on USB C three.
0: I think they're about ninety ninety bucks.
1: They're yeah, not- they're expensive as a as a as a sensor blower goes, but it's it's the best blower you're going to find. Yeah, and you don't want
0: to use when you when you blow your dust off your sensor there's two things you don't want to do you don't want to use the fastest speed use the middle there's three speeds so use the second to the fastest speed and there is a brush that they built into this model great for lenses but not for sensors don't ever touch your sensor with anything uh,
1: unless it's a wet cleaning system that's made to do that kind of because. Speaking of which, I mean, that's one of the things I want to throw on, too, is is a wet cleaning system for you to clean your sensors at home. That's that's actually what I, I was just going to do this morning was clean my sensor because there was, you know, as good as the blower baby was, uh, it, there was one piece of caked on grit that uh, I couldn't get rid of. And the only way to get rid of that is with a wet cleaning. So that's on my agenda today. So you know, and it doesn't doesn't take much to do, and um, you know, What's, just with a little bit of care, you can clean it successfully and be great. So add that to your list as well. Which system, John, do you use? Um, it's a it's an Eclipse system. They do a, a, a pec pad and a and a fluid solution, and they give you a little swab. Um, and so I just put uh, I've got some some pre-cut squares that I fold around this brush, for lack of a better word, wet that and then just take two or three strokes across the sensor. Um, so a lot of them work. So Eclipse has been around for a long time. Um, there's a lot of other good stuff out there.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, this, this blower baby, I actually own two of them. I, I have one that I keep in my own uh, room to blow dust off my turntable mats and stuff. There you go. But, you know, it's a funny thing. When we clean our cameras, we we blow the dust off the camera, get it all out from the little things on the camera. And then I always see people blowing their lens cap that covers their outer lens. I rarely see people blowing out the lens cap that covers the other end that goes into the camera. And that's where the dust... Shows oh, up.
1: true. Yeah, very it, true.
0: It is really good for everything, and it's it's really worth looking at. I, you know, and and it'll pay for itself. I mean, I got to tell you, a, a can of air, even a, a, I think this is six pack of can of air, in Costco is about thirty bucks now. Oh, so.
1: Yeah, and or a professional cleaning at a camera store is what sixty to hundred bucks. Yeah, but I, I will
0: cool. tell you that if you have uh, something you have grit on it, like you have. You're gonna to have to either have it professionally claimed or use what you're you do what you're doing. And I gotta tell you, it, it it's you better be careful doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sensor is about half the price of a
1: camera. If you yeah, have to I know, I know. Well, speaking of fixing things, the next thing on our list, I think both you and I own one of these, which one. is this folding tool set from Small Rig. I've got about five of them. Yeah, there you I, go. And I keep one in the truck. I
0: keep one in my camera bag. I keep one in my drone bag. I've got one in my office. The cool thing about this uh, thing is that it, it pulls up. It's anodized aluminum. And there are, I don't know, four or five different hex uh, hex key wrenches and a screwdriver and a Phillips and a ray. It's just stuff that we use in the sizes that are frequently used.
1: Yeah, so it's like, a, it's like a folding pocket knife or a multi-tool, but it's designed by photographers for photographers, and it has only those tools that we typically need. So I found it indispensable to have in my camera bag. Yeah, they're, and
0: they're small. They come in a really nice case. You know, anything that's small rig mix, I, I really like this company. Um, yeah. Yep. They 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 their products are relatively cheap. This things only I think this is about 20 bucks and it's not, not expensive. Um and, and they it, it, it
1: just it's well-made stuff. Well-made made stuff. It is, for sure. Well, I think I think next up I mean, you know, Jack, the as we travel more and more and have more devices, of course, power is always a uh a consideration trying to charge all of our stuff and keep things running while we're out in the field. And also when we're back at the hotel at night, and I think you've listed up here, uh, three different fun little power items.
0: Well, one of which is a a power station. And I have to tell you, I was at Costco recently and I looked at the ones they have there and, and they're relatively the same as the one I just bought. Um, and even at Costco, they were a lot more expensive. Um, all of these power stations, I think, are relatively the same. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, just a different case. And, folks, you know, if you don't know what a power station is, really, it's a portable energy store. <laughs> kind of like, you know, for your cell phones, you have little power banks. Well, this is a bigger one that basically is about as heavy as a car battery. But it has multiple AC outlets, USB-A, USB-C, all that kind of stuff. So if you're, if you're boondocking out in the woods or uh, need to power some lights for a remote shoot, these are wonderful things to have. And, you know, they're good to have at home if, if your power goes out.
0: It'll run a lot more than just some of these little battery backup USB things that we carry around, which are great. But they're not as powerful as this. This thing is three hundred watts. You can get these. The output's five hundred watts. But you can. I mean, I've seen these even more powerful. But they're more money. I bought this. Believe it or not, on uh, Black Friday, it was one fifty nine. Wow. It was really you, list. I think is about two hundred and something dollars. I, I and I looked when I did this article yesterday for the website. It's still 159. I, I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know how many you have, but as of yesterday, it was still 159. It, it's got two uh, DC ports, three USB ports, a USB-C port, a cigarette lighter adapter, and a couple AC ports, and some built-in lights. Uh, and it, it's really handy. And I, 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 even to have it home, if your power goes out in the storm, um, it'll it'll run
1: things other than photographic equipment. And it, it's just you keep place. your kids entertained while the power's out.
0: Yeah, I have to tell you, we put a generator in our new home um, yep. in in another state that I'll be announcing here pretty quick. Um, and you don't want to know what that costs. But this thing is, it's very functional. It's small. You can carry it out to your deck or whatever you want to do with it. It's really great. Yep. So it's up in the other two things um, are really important to carry. Uh, one is a power bank and the other is a charging station. A power bank is kind of what we just talked about, but very small. It plugs into your AC adapter, a AC plug in the wall. And it, it has two USB-C ports and a USB and one USB-A port. And you can charge three devices at once with this thing. It's got 10,000 milliamps. Um at 65 watts, and it's made by Anchor again. I love their stuff. Yeah, They're
1: Anchor's made. Anchor's one of the brands I own. So many of their products for for ch- relatively inexpensive and amazingly designed products that so I, I like use every hard. day. I, I think the other one that I liked, I saw it on your desk in the Tetons, was this was this charging station, which is really a, a plug strip, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. It is. It's but small. it's got a detachable power cord, which is great. It's got two AC outlets, four USB-A, two USB-C. And it's, if you have to bring one thing with you, you know, even when I fly, I will bring a power strip because of my demands that I need for my computer and my drone and my cameras, my GoPro, you know, all of that stuff has to get charged. So I will bring a power strip whenever I travel.
0: Yeah. And, you know, this is thin, very thin. Doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it, it, it's again, it's a hundred watt. Out. So they claim you could charge a MacBook Pro, uh, at 50% in 43 minutes, which is
1: really good, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So but it's one thing. It I, doesn't take up much room in your luggage and throw it what in I every wish time they
0: would have done that they didn't do. I wish. It even they could have charged an extra 10 bucks I wish they would have built in a wireless charging station so we could just put our phone on top of it yeah but well, I'm sure that's coming the holy grail I want you want to buy another one you know so uh, yeah so you know this thing is really good it's an anchor 727 and it's again the link is up on on my website and by the way folks none of this stuff that that we're recommending is monetized so we're not putting this. We're we're not making a dime on this. Some people make a living on monetizing their websites and YouTube channels and everything else. And maybe I'll do that down the road. I don't know. But for now, these are just things that we use and mm-hmm. uh,
1: that we love.
0: <clears throat> the 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 coolest thing I think on this whole list, and I own four or five of these. It's a little flashlight, and it's about. Oh, I don't know. It, it it's about six inches long. It's about a half an inch thick, and uh, and uh, it, it's it can fit in your pocket like a pocket knife. And it's a three hundred lumen, uh, slim, everyday carry flashlight. And I'm telling you, you're a photographer. You need to have one of these and carry it with you. Even even in daylight, it helps. Um, there's a little switch that you can pop it to a thousand lumens Uh, I think it lasts about 15 minutes at a thousand lumens, but again it recharges on USB-C and it's really great, it's made by a company called Streamlight, it's called a wedge Mm -hmm. 88810WEDGE again the link is there on the the website Um, and you know when you buy one of these, I guarantee you'll buy at least another one I, you know, I I found these, um, Bill uh, Fortney has a couple of these, a couple of people I know have, have multiple pieces of this thing, and they sell for about $89, but uh, again, they're rechargeable USB-C 3. I think they're water resistant to a meter or something, so if you drop them in water, it'll, it'll be okay. It's a great product. It really is.
1: You know, I tell you, Jack, I I think most everybody, though, you know, we've been through that, you know, buying cheap flashlights, buying cheap headlamps. And this is one of those things you just need and you don't want to have to futz with and worry about when you need light out there. And so buying good headlamps and good flashlights, to me, has a lot of value. I don't mind spending extra money if this thing's going to work all the time and give me all the light that I need. Cause when you need light, you, you dang well need light, you know, I'm not walking the dog. This thing's yeah, like, you don't want to be futzing around. It's like holding a, you know, like a, like a, like a pen, not, not big at all. It, it's, nope. it's great. great little it's- light. I think the other thing I like too. that, the, the next thing on the list, um, cause I like to keep things organized, especially as I travel, um, you know, it's this little uh, camera battery and memory card case. It's a little ABS plastic case with a uh, molded interior that'll hold uh, batteries and, and memory cards. And it's a great way to stay organized. Like a thin li- little pel- it's not made, it's not a Pelican case.
0: <clears throat> it's only 12 bucks, But it holds two batteries, um, it'll hold batteries for almost every camera. Uh, it's not camera-specific, and it holds two SD cards or uh, a couple CF cards. And, it, and it's, it's, uh, it's got a rubber insert, and it's waterproof, and
1: it's amazing.
0: And it's, it's cheap. But, you know, and, again... And it's
1: small enough to fit in your pocket if you want, too. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, you know, for grabbing one thing out of your bag, to if you're going to leave your bag in the car or whatever... Grabbing this little case and stuffing it in your pocket is a great way to make sure you don't have to trek back to the car. It's got that
0: seal, like, like all these pl- plastic Pelican cases and stuff. Huh? Yep. So if it drops in water, water's not going to get inside. It's really a great, that's an 13, easy must have. 13 yep, bucks. I got a couple of them. 13 bucks. Yep. Uh, I'm a boot guy and I have shoes, you know, I don't know. I, I can sell people's shoes. Um, I've got a lot of different kinds of shoes for different things, like we have camera bags or you know I, I'm, I have boots and shoes and I just found these keen men's boots. they're they're mid height, they're polar they call it a polar snow boot. I think they're about 150 bucks. they're not real cheap. but man, I'll tell you it's not great for deep deep snow, but you saw them in the Tetons And I had them on a fair amount of time. We were out. I think it was, what was it? Fourteen below. One. I morning. got
1: sixteen on the minus sixteen on the thermometer.
0: I had them on that morning. My feet
1: were completely toasty warm. I didn't have any warmers yeah. inside. Well, they're not huge and clunky either, and that's that's what I liked about them. Um, but they were blue. Yeah, they're, they're blue. blue. Well, you can get them black, and, <laughs> um, and yeah, but black. I tell you, Jack, every Keen product I've ever bought has lasted me about ten years at least. Yep. And uh, it's well worth the money, those Keen products. They're out of Portland, correct? Yep, they are. They sure are. <laughs> Tell you, the, the other thing that really came in handy a couple of weeks ago that you turned me on to was the uh, Okupa IP45 waterproof rechargeable hand warmer. And it's okay. the thing that's about the size of a computer mouse that's rechargeable with uh, USB rechargeable. And it gave about 15 hours of heat, and I couldn't even go up to setting three. It was too hot, so I had to keep it at one or two, but I kept it on all day when we were out in the Tetons, and it is such a wonderful, wonderful little thing uh, to hop in the car, leave it in your pocket when you're out, and just give a little bit of warmth to your fingers.
0: And, And again, they charge everything here, I think. I don't think there's anything here now that charges in anything other than USB C three. Yeah. Um and charge and you know what else you can do with this thing, John? You could huh? you can recharge the phone with it. there's a battery inside it that you can uh, you can you can put your USB C three to a uh you know, whatever phone you're using and it'll it'll charge your phone. It's like Didn't a little even know
1: that. Wow.
0: It's a miracle little product. Yep, yep, yep. Um the other thing that I'm on, um, and thanks to I have a I have a dear friend who I've known for many many years. Hi, Dale. I know you listen to this podcast. Um, Dale lives down in McMinnville and is um, is uh, what do they call it when somebody's uh, compulsively uh, doing something? Is it OCD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's OCD on card, and card detailing. And for many years, and he's also an audiophile, and he's a good photographer. And for many years, Dale and I have had these uh, competitions to find the ultimate microfiber towel. And we keep finding new, new ones and comparing them. We used the 3M auto detailing towels for a while and then some other ones. <laughs> I think I just found the best. And they're made by a company, (coughs) Rioats Garage. G-R-I-O-T-S. Now, now for you people who have cars and you like to take care of your cars, um, this company is recognized in the industry as making maybe the preeminent car wax and car detailing cleaning products. And I didn't know this until Dale came up here and uh, had to had to buy something. That we went over. He, went over to their main headquarters. They're in Washington,
1: in Tacoma. Yep,
0: I've used about, their products for years on my car. Yeah. So I never knew this, but I I found out how great their products are. But these microfiber towels are amazing, and you can get a, ba- a pack of six. I think, if I remember right, I think a pack of six is about twenty dollars. Yeah.
1: yeah, Exactly.
0: And they are so soft and totally lint-free. A lot of towels you buy when you go wipe something, the lint comes off them. If you buy cheap ones, and these are last. They last. I mean, you can wipe. I mean, it's just great. Uh, Griots Garage, G R I O T S, and, and again, they sell direct, or you can buy them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I mean, highly recommend. Them. Um, you bet. And then there are two little. Kind of little non-photographic things that that are really important. Um, my wife found these magnetic cable ties. They're silicon, and they can wind around your cables, whether you're a photographer, audiophile, whatever you're whatever you're doing. And instead of you know a wire tie where you have to cut it off with a with a, a scissors or a... Uh, you know, some kind of a tool. These are magnetic, and they have two magnetic ends, very strong, and they they, they, they won't come loose until you pull them apart. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, they're cheap, and it's
1: one of these things that says,
0: man, why didn't I think of this?
1: Yeah, they're better than Velcro. They're less, uh, they don't catch on stuff, and I've enjoyed using them. Yeah, but the one thing I put on here that you really have to watch out for because it happened to me is
0: if you put your credit card near them, it will demagnetize your credit card. They're that strong, so just beware of that. Um, yeah. But check these out. Again, the link is on the, on the website. And then the other last little thing that I really recommend um, in terms of products, I don't know why, but there's I'm always looking for a tweezer, either to pull a cactus spine out or a splinter. Or, or something, you know, a screw to whatever. And I never have the right tool. Now I found a pack of five, uh, uh, tweezers that I got to tell you the points on these better be careful. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll stab you. They're very, very, very pointy, but they're microscopic ends and they could, they're just, it's almost a surgical tool. And again, these are about eight bucks. And for five of them, and they come in really handy. I, I would—I have one in my camera bag. I've used it a number of times. Um, you know, if you if you have to deal with a watch or something small on a on a on a camera or a lens, and again, you know, I I pulled splinters and a piece of cactus out of me using these things, and uh, I just find them interesting. I put them on there. John,
1: what did I leave out? What do you have? Anything else? So I talked about sensor cleaners. I tell you, one of the things that I've started doing too, Jay. I've got, um, you know, you and I don't use a lot of um, shoulder straps for our cameras, but, you know, as we found in Alaska, there's times when you need one and we didn't have one. Yep. And, you know, the shoulder straps I have are like all day straps. They're padded. They're heavy duty. They screw into the bottom of my L bracket and I love it. But it is heavy and bulky to sort of have as an emergency backup strap. And so what I've started carrying now is a, is the Peak Designs. They make a, a real simple, lightweight strap that has these two little pucks that you put on the, that are on cords that you just, you know, wrap around your L-bracket and then snap the strap on. It's, you know, it's small enough to fit in my pants pocket if I want, and it's just a great little emergency strap. So that's one of those things that I've been carrying around lately that I love, um, that I'd recommend. And the other one that's near and dear to my heart right now is, uh, this is kind of a funny one, but you know, a tube of J B weld. <laughs> I love that stuff. I'll laugh
0: because everybody makes fun of my tripod.
1: Yep. And and for those that don't know, Jack had to um Jack had to weld his tripod back together again. Two or three times. Yeah. And then I just mean, recently I had to. My leg absolutely came out of the, the, the base or the top of the tripod. It completely came apart.
0: And, and you know, we, John used a Gitso tripod. I used a really right stuff tripod. And these are good tripods, and they're not cheap. Yeah. But what you all have to know is that if you use a tripod, you know, I don't know, 200 to 300 times a day times 10 years, and we beat the crap out of these <laughs> tripods. They last as long as they do, frankly, and yeah. they're gonna fall apart. So, you know, don't throw them away. Just get some JB Weld. Now, you know, if you don't do it right, it's ugly as all get out, and you can cover it up with some good quality electrical tape or something. But I have to tell you, my tripod and now yours is stronger than anything that is made anywhere.
1: The stuff's a miracle product. I love it. Guaranteed, and it's just—it's just good to have.
0: You know, other than that, John, I got a couple books that I, I listed that um, we we talked about in our podcast already. One is uh, Guy Tao's new book, The Interior Landscape, which is now available either on Amazon or you can buy it from Guy's website, which I would recommend doing because if you do it, he'll sign it and uh, and ship it to you. Yeah. Um, Again, there's a link to that, as well as the link to um, a couple podcasts ago when we had Guy on talking about this new book. This is the third in the trilogy of his Rocky Nook books, um, and he, as as most of you know, there is no one who's more of a thinking man's photographer than Guy Tao. Yep. And I think, I think this is his best book. I really do. I'm not just saying it because it's new. I, I read it. I just finished reading it. And it's really good.
1: Yeah, I'm about three-quarters of the way through and absolutely loved loved this book. Yeah.
0: Um, the other book that just came out is a book called Washington Evergreen. It's done by the Photo Cascadia groups, so Sean Bagshaw and David Cobb and Zach and Aaron. And I'm leaving people out folks, don't get mad at me. Adrian,
1: Kevin. Adrian, Kevin. Chip. uh, Whatever, Chip Phillips. Yeah.
0: So, it's all on Washington. Great images, uh, great resource if you want to get around to see what's up here in the state of Washington. And uh, it's just something that I think uh, it would make a great Christmas present. The link is there on my website. And then finally, we uh, talked with Our good friend Alistair, Alistair Ben, who lives in Scotland. And I have to tell you, folks, um, Expressive Photography is his website. link is on there. Go to YouTube also. He's doing some great YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Beauty big, so I'm I'm, uh, talking about uh, images and what makes them work and what makes them not work. But his new book is going to ship pretty quick and it's uh it's all about his time in the Gobi Desert and how it really changed his life and brought him out of a funk and a depression uh period into a very creative period and how photography and creativity worked to do that and it's pretty interesting um, you know I, i'm starting to read a lot more about the non technical and and kind of the the, the cerebral part of photography it's interesting it's it fascinating me a lot more than yeah i've been reading it for a couple of
1: years but it jack you know it it kind of goes back to what you said at the start of the podcast which is funny it's that article about everybody can be a photographer true everybody can take pictures but very few can be artists and it's this cerebral part that helps us be artists
0: well, to, and Guy Tao said it so succinctly. He is an artist using a camera. Yep, that that is his his line. I give him total credit for it, and that is that that's uh, the way it is. Um, I found a book. <laughs> now, I don't I don't know this guy. I probably would like to get a hold of him and maybe have him on a podcast. There's a new book. It's out. It's called Hidden Places: From Secret Shores to Sacred Places. And there are some places, in you know, like Arkansas and all over the world, of stuff that we don't think about. You know, it's not the Palouse, and it's not Mesa Arch, and it's there's just some places that, man, I tell you what, I wish I was fifty years younger. I I want to get to every one of these great images and great stories called hidden places, um, from secrets to uh, secret shores. To, uh, to, sacred places and it's written by a guy called Claudia or maybe it's a lady I'm not sure it might be a lady Claudia Martin um, you know it goes from places in Siberia to Mexico and all over the world it's, it's off the beaten path and it's just it's just it's a great book yeah, yeah and I, it's about 30 bucks not expensive and great images uh, the link is there. I'm done. Um, and so I guess if everybody bought everything that we have here, probably be spending uh, about six hundred bucks, yeah, seven hundred.
1: Well, oh. I think I think Jack the the last sort of gift that mm-hmm. I would I would plug to people is and and it doesn't have to be one of ours. I'm not making a shameless plug for us, but it's. It doing something do something to supercharge your creativity in the next year and one of those things for me is 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 taking a photo workshop you know you can take it from anybody i don't care but those things can be extremely helpful and beneficial for supercharging your own creativity so that's a great gift that you can give yourself to get to someplace new, shoot with different people, hear different teaching philosophies. Um, it, it can really be an eye-opener if you're open to the experience. And if you do click these links, and have to go to this
0: gift guide on my website. If you go to the article prior to this one, I think I called it the uh, State of the Union about Photo Workshops to John's point just give that a quick read and, and, and it restates everything John said and kind of kind of some ideas about how to, how to find a workshop and how to deal with things so yeah. it, it's it, a it great worked.
1: gift to give yourself for sure Yeah,
0: now that we can get out again and,
1: yeah. yeah well um, Jack
0: I we think that wraps enough,
1: up our gift guide Did we did we, make, did we spend enough money I think folks. we did. I think we did. And folks, we, we don't make
0: a dime off this stuff. It's everything that we use. And that's functional. So we're not here to. this. We're not here to try to. This is not a profit center. Um, it's just stuff that I hope that. Even if it's not a Christmas present. You might want to look at. For your own use. Um, I, this may be the last podcast. Before Christmas. And New Year's. Yeah, it might. We might might eke out one more if I can get a hold of one person, and I'm trying to find. Um, But this might for sure be the last one. So I want to wish everybody uh, a a great um, couple weeks here. Um, I know that some of you are going to be in really crappy weather. Please be careful and have a safe. uh, safe and uh, uh, happy uh, holiday season here and uh, and we'll look for you again in uh, 2021 or
1: 2023, 2023. yeah there we go alright yeah. folks happy holidays that. to you stay safe be happy and we'll see you in the new year okay bye 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 bye